Good day, everybody. Welcome back to Two Peacocks. I am your host, William McGurr. Today's show, I would like to cover a few topics of interest that are popping up to the forefront of my intuitive third eye heart center energy field, I guess you could say. Mainly, in life, we are guided by unknown forces, by an unknown energy that is permeating through us, through every single cell of our body. And we find ourselves on certain days very relaxed, very erotic, very psychic, mysterious, an unbeknownst amount of confidence or brilliance or self-respect or appreciation for nature, wisdom, gratitude, happiness, inspiring energies, curiosity energies, truth energies. You know the days you wake up and you're in your bed and maybe the days before, the night before, you had a lot of downturn thoughts and you're making an effort to silence that little critic in your head, that ego that doesn't like the change, that doesn't like the transformation out of the comfort zone. And you wake up and you're curling your toes and you're moving your legs around and you're totally relaxed. And when you go on about your day, you find yourself moving with ease. You find peace and happiness and a blissful energy of being able to do anything. Being, feeling very, very chilled out and relaxed. And uh, an overwhelming sense of joy or simple happiness that you don't really know how to explain where that comes from. Well, my friends, I would like to share with you a flux of energy that is available to us every 13 days or macroly every 260 days. This is in reference to the Tolkien, the Mayan 260-day count. Now, it's stated, I believe, somewhere in their scriptures, that there is a cycle of the spiritual rebirthing or the spiritual connection to your oneness, to God, to the universe, to the collective consciousness, to a love frequency, to the gratitude frequency, to that unknown source energy that is present that is radiating life to everything that we are experiencing. There is an alignment that takes place. Just as the stars and the constellations are the giant biological clock that is available for all of us to witness when we lose our path. Though unfortunately, most of us don't understand the cosmos or astrology to any extent. So I'd like to simplify a very easy calculation for y'all to do to be able to find this sequencing 
the synchronicities of those feel-good days, of those experiences where you are just in bliss. I know some of you have experienced this. And yes, on those days, you could be in a very bad state as well. And you might egoically silence that feeling, those experiences, due to conditional programming or environmental settings that you put yourself into or voluntarily go and participate in. So it's important to be mindful and allow the space for this energy to radiate through you. So this is why I want to share this. Furthermore, I may get into a little bit of deja vu topics, dreams and visions that are possible on these days that I experience, that I experienced today. Today is my 13 day. Seems to be some kind of connection to ancestral timeline, vortexes, parallel reality, timeline shifts of some sort. Because the dreams are weird as fuck. And I'm lucid beyond lucid in them and perplexed when I'm in the moments of them. So I'll share that with you following this. Now, if you have a pen and paper, if you're not driving, if you're just sitting around and listening to this, grab a pen and paper, please, right now. Now, I'm going to use my birth year because I have the calculation in front of me. This will be pertaining to anybody born in 1982. So if you were born, let's say at the end of August, today is August 14th, 2022. If you are born August 18th, August 21st, August 26th, August 31st, September, October, November, December of this year, then this calculation will be very accurate for you. And if you're born at a different point, please message me. Send me an email at info at twopeacocks.com. Message me on Instagram, William underscore McGurr, or on TikTok. I believe my handle is at twopeacocks with an S, and that's it. Send me messages, and I'll help you out with your calculation. But for everybody else born in 1982, whom are turning 40... By your solar calendar count, 40 solar returns, you will take 40, the year, times that by 365. Okay? You should get a number of about 14,600 days. 365 days being 365 days in a year. And you want to times that by your birthdays. We need to figure out this calculation for your 260 day. Now, it's important to factor in leap years. I believe the leap years are 2000, 2004, 2008, 2012, 2016, 2020, 96, 92, um, 88, 84, 80, 76, 72, 68, so on and so forth. So you, you want to calculate those leap years. You add one day for each leap year that is present within your birth cycle since the coming of incarnation into this dimension and reality. Add it to that date. So you take the 40 times 365, 14, 600, plus 10 days. 
Again, this is for people born in 1982. You'll get a number 56.19230769233. Now, the 56 is the total number of 260-day birthdays that you've already had. The 0.19 is the percentage going into the 260-day birthday up to your solar birthday. So if your solar birthday is on the October, say let's say August 18th. We'll do August 18th. If your solar birthday is August 18th, you then need to calculate backwards to find your 260-day birthday. So you would then remove the 56, you leave the point 192307692323. It's important that you leave all of those numbers. Right? You now take that 0.19 xxx times by 260 and that will give you roughly 49.9999998. So these are days that you need to remove from your birthday and it will give you your 260-day birthday count. Now, this is where it gets a little bit tricky. And it's beneficial if you have your time of birth with you on hand. For example, if you were born August 18th at 1 a.m., you would actually start counting your 50 days from the 17th of August, not on the 18th. 1 a.m. in the morning is not real. When does the darkness come for the 1 a.m. period? The sun sets on the 17th at 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 9.30 p.m., whatever, whatever time it sets at. That is the beginning and switch over to the new cycle. How do I know this? I've years of meditation and tuning into my own energy and frequencies, and this is what has felt right and has aligned with numerous cycles and awarenesses on specific dates that have coordinated and accurately confirmed that this is proper for me. If it's for me, then odds are it's for the majority of other people. So if you were born at, say, 1.30 a.m., you would really start counting the 50 days off from August 17th. So you take off 17 days right away because that is all of August. What are you left with? 33 days, approximately. So then you take 33 days off of the previous month of July. I'm not quite sure how many days were in July. I'm going to pull it up for you right now. 31 days. So then you have two days left. So June 31, 32, 33. June 29th is the 50-day mark. Now here's a catcher as well. You have to go back one extra day once you count the 50 days. Because of how the Mayans counted, the 260-day is not day one. Day one is day one. 
right? And this is going to be a very confusing. So if you're writing this down, it should be a little bit more understanding. Or if you're staring at a calendar and viewing it, your 13 day, 260 day and 20 day magical day, your connection to spirit, oneness, metaphysical abilities, telekinesis, telekinetic, the opportunity to download and pull that information into this dimension and reality will be massively amplified on that June 28th day. That is your 260-day birthday. And now if you go forward and you count the 29th, 30th, the 1st of July, and then the 10th of July, that's your 13-day. That's an important day to look at. That's an important day to follow. That day... In the cycles of this system, if you are born and that is the sun and you're seeing the light, you're coming out of the darkness, you're going through your growth, you're seeing the light generally of a hospital room, you're being held physically uh, by physical touch instead of being in the womb, being in the water, the etherness, that pure life force energy field, being born into that spectrum. There's a waving frequency that occurs from this. Neither are good or bad. They just have different energetic properties that are to be mindful of. And this is, if you get into this frequency, if you get into this harmony, you'll start to feel this and you'll notice the changes. Now on July 10th, you could say this is your dark cycle, the moon cycle, the yin cycle, the anti-gravitational metaphysical ability cycle to tune into those energies. This 13 day, the first 13 day of your cycle will be the most interesting one in terms of strange things happening around you. Strange occurrences, things moving, things flying off the wall, things uh, levitating, turning over, odd things happening, computers not working, whatever your inherent gift is, specific to your DNA, specific to your codon, specific to your ancestral lineage, specific to what it is that you have chosen to embody energetically previous to your incarnation. Whatever that is for you, it could be telepathy, it could be teleportation, it could be astro traveling, it could be anything of that spectrum because this is our highest form of existence doesn't matter if you believe in this or not it happens around all of you whether you discount it or say it's coincidence which there is no such thing as coincidence everybody out there listening to this has abilities so on that july 10th that's your 13 day your dark 13 days. Say the moon cycle 13 day. I like to use reference to that because a lot of interesting things can happen with that moon energy. But there's a cycle of energy that is permeating through you on this date. And it waves. It goes from that 13 down to the 26th day or day, day zero, day one. Right? And then it goes back up to the 13 day and then it goes to the 26, 13 day and 26, 13 day and 26, 13 day and 26. And it waves up and down, up and down, up and down, or back and forth, back and forth. Up and down is not necessarily good or bad, positive or negative. 
It's an opportunity at both points to cycle into your energy, to utilize gifts and unlock and remember who you really are, to tune into all of the gifts and miracles that you have available for you. So if you follow this, you will start to recognize on these days, specifically, I should add, your 260-day birthday is very important because it's the junction of a 13-day count and 20-day count. Right? The, the Mayans had uh, cycles of 13 times 20 or 20 times 13. They counted by 20 days and had 13 cycles of it, which equals 260. Now, that's interesting because I don't count with the 20-day cycle. It doesn't feel right. They have all these explanations, and this is how the ancients did it. Yeah, 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 sure, okay. But when I'm going through it, for me, for the spiritual gifts, the metaphysical gifts, the telekinesis, the levitation, the teleportation, the pyrokinesis, the hydrokinesis, the telepathy, the astral traveling, the psychicness, the mediumship, all of that stuff in that spectrum, I find is far more attuned to counting 13 days from each 260-day birthday. 13 days up, 13 days down, or 13 days here, 13 days there, 13 days here, 13 days there. And you'll find this pattern that is emerging, that is present. Now, the 20-day is still important. You can still count 20 days from your 260-day birthday. So now you'll find these two oscillating waves that are going up and down that you can say are intertwining to each other. They're spinning around each other or they're going through and over each other. And every certain count, they connect, boom, and that's your 260-day. And then it separates. And then there's another node junction point. Boom, 260 days. Now this is in reference to the, the, the female reproductive cycle. Nine months. About nine months. Nine is an important number because it is the top level of this dimension and reality. Once you get into zero, zero is not a real number. It's invisible. It's a reset. So it's hypothesized and theorized that the dimensions of this reality are limited to the number nine. All closed geometry for this physical dimension and reality is nine. 432, root number is nine. Or the adding of those numbers is nine. Right? 720 hertz, nine. 216 hertz, nine. 180 hertz, 9. 90 hertz, 9. Right? It goes on and on and on. There's numerous different numbers. There's key axle points of frequencies of sounds for harmonic healing that are present there. Right? It's important to really pay attention to this. So the ancients built steeples in relation to these frequencies. The great uh, chamber in the, 
uh, Pyramid of Giza, the main room, the king's chamber, is a harmonic frequency of F sharp. What is F sharp? F sharp can be 2 squared, or the square root of 2, which is 1.414. But more importantly, the frequency harmony sound that is there is 180 hertz. 180 hertz, the true middle octave from C to C, is the F-sharp note. F-sharp is the high heart of the body. The high heart, which is your thymus gland, is also connected and supposedly responsible for the major production of DMT in your system, the God molecule, the strongest neuroregenerative molecule that heals your system allows for the dreams and your connection to the God state and higher levels of consciousness. That experience that you get when you consume no salt, no oil, no fried foods, and you do a lot of exercise and you feel like you're having a mushroom trip or a psychedelic trip and you're blissed out. So is it possible that this gland is hyperactive on those 13 days? Is it possible that this gland is hyperactive on the 260-day? I would believe yes, to some extent. Now, this is also dependent upon your diet and your eating routines and a lot of other factors, primarily salt. I've found through my own experience, removing salt allows my thymus to really be active when I'm doing any type of anabolic physical activity, all of a sudden, I have massive DMT rushes, and I am blissed the fuck out. Like, could not care about anything in the world other than being in the present moment and looking and admiring what is around me. The beauty, the tranquility, the serenity of all that is being shown and present to me in that moment. So I'm getting a little off the beaten path on this. Primarily, I would like all of you to find this number. Find your birthday. Now, if you're born in 1982, 50 days can be used for your birthday at any point during this year. So if you're born August 15th, if you're born August 20th, 21st, August 28th, August 31st, September, October, November, December, any date in there, wherever your birthday is, you take off 50 days. And remember, that is day one. So you go back one more day. So to make it easier, maybe for some of you who are not mathematically inclined, you would count back 51 days, and that would be your 260-day birthday. And then from there, you would count 13 days and mark that on your calendar and be aware, be hyper aware of the energies and how you feel on those days. This is very important for doing businesses, for the people that you choose to be around, the environments you choose to go to, the nature settings, planting a tree, uh, 
um, eating natural foods, alive living foods, honoring your body, doing yoga, going to the gym, starting a new habit, doing a new routine, uh, a new practice, a new altar, uh, practicing your tarot cards, practicing your ruin readings, practicing your chanting, your meditations, practicing your channeling, practicing your telepathy, practicing uh, astro travel, whatever it is. My friends, this day is very important for all of you to be aware of. And you'll start to recognize the energies. For some of you, it might be just a glimpse for an hour on that date. Yeah, you know what? I feel really good today. Boom, and then it goes away. It's important to bring that back. Why was I feeling so important that day? What did I do that changed that? Did I go to work? Did I really need to go see that person? Did I really need to run that errand on that day? Did I really need to go to that appointment? Or could, I, could have I changed it so that I could honor my space and honor that feeling? Because that feeling of bliss, that love, that connection to oneness, to community, to the universal source energy of gratitude, that feeling is more important. That connection is what I strive to seek all the time and be in as much as possible in my life. To actively live my life and journey through this incarnation from that position of energy, from that placement of energy. Imagine what you could achieve if you were always feeling like that. And you used that as your basis instead of the common practices that people have taken up and chosen to believe that is their their basic day of how things should be, the comfort zone that they've chosen to accept. Right? So with this, again... The one thing that's very important to understand when you're calculating this is the time of your birth. I'm just going to remind you of this. If you are born August 18th, say at 1 a.m., 4 a.m., or 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 5 o'clock in the afternoon on the 18th, you are actually going to start counting your 50 days from the 17th. If you were born on the 18th, at nighttime, going into the evening, you would then count from the 18th going backwards, the 51 days. I said 50 days, but the 50 days is the actual calculation. That's for day one. You go back one extra day, that's your 260 day. Right? So the 260 day is not day one. Your 260 day is a birthday. It's the node junction point for the 13-day and 20-day cycles. And then day one is day one, and you count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. And then you count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 on the following day. It always starts the day after. Now, you can also do this for the 20-day. I didn't really get into this. Uh, I follow the 20-day quite specifically, but I haven't been able to identify or pick up the energetic 
fundamental frequencies uh, that are there for me. It might not be my quest in life. It might not be the energy that I'm looking to attune to. I do know that it is important. The 20 day and 40 day. It's, it's mentioned uh, in, in the Mayan counting system. They're highlighted as being important. I have yet to be able to figure them out. Even the 60 day is important. right? It's almost like they have cycles of 60 uh, that they go through. So it'd be 20 day second 20 day, third 20 days, 60, and then 20 day, second 20 day, third 20 days, 60. And they have these cycles that they follow. Energetically, they are all very important. I believe the 20 day, which generally is attributed to the 10 fingers and 10 toes, you can associate that to creation, to uh, working with your hands, building something, planting something, doing push-ups, massaging somebody else, massaging yourself, running barefoot, walking barefoot outside, using your body for physical activity, honoring your body and your space through yoga, through cycling, through hiking, through climbing, through jumping rope, through jumping jacks, through just playing and being active instead of being stationary and locked up and sitting on a chair from 9 to 5 or on your couch watching a video. It's a day to really honor your physical avatar, I believe. And I believe that 13 days are more attributed to the spiritual, metaphysical abilities and attunements to some extent. Now, I know specifically the 113 days more so for the moon energies and darkness and transformation and anti-gravitation and the unknown spectrum that's been hidden from us for quite some time. And the other 13 day is correlated to the birthing energy, the transition and unification of your spirit, soul into the physical avatar that you chose to incarnate into your body. So that junction point, there's an energy there as well to explore and be mindful of and just witness and see and reflect on. Now, I don't have the answers for all of this. So I'd love for you all to message me and tell me if you have insights and epiphanies and realizations or understandings of these moments. I am truly interested in hearing from any and all of you on this. So please do, if you have a moment, share it with me. Now, why is this important to follow? I mentioned deja vus and dreams, parallel realities and visions and lucid dreaming. I had a dream last night where I was extensively lucid in the dream. Like, I'm in this house. It's not the house or the property that I'm on. It was in an estate. It was an okay house, but I could feel the disharmony in the 90-degree angles of the walls, drywall, right, and cupboards of right right, right angles and it, it looked like a typical house, and to be honest, it represented some of the angles that were that are perpetrated in the house that I'm in currently. Even where I'm speaking, it had some of the same angles, but it was different. There was a frequency that was off about it, and I, I remember standing there, and I'm like, whoa, where am I? What am I doing here? And there's a guy there, and 
Uh, my mother was there and she was in the other room speaking to her spirit guides or angels or guardians or somebody. Right. And I, I go into this washroom and there's this like intertwined type of toilet uh, and sink. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of neat. It's very open, but it's like a, a water basin to clean your, your face and your hands. I'm like, whatever. I go into the kitchen area. I'm like, I don't like this place. What is going on? I'm like, where the fuck am I? And then this gentleman walks around the corner who had a younger daughter. And he's like, oh, your, your mother's over in the other room. So I go into the other room. I find her, and she's talking to these beings. I kind of interrupt, pull out a chair, unfold it, a black chair, one of those fold up, fold down with a little bit of padding on the seat. I'm like, okay, we need to talk about what's going on. I'm going back to the old property. No matter what it is, I'm paying the mortgage, which I do right now in this current state, the farm property that I'm on. It is my property, and I'm paying for it, right? And I'm, I'm explicitly saying this in the dream, like, yes, I'm going to pay for it, or I, I am paying for it, and I'm not going to stop paying for it. And then I go, and she said something about inheritance and uh, her mother. Um, and then she was highlighting this person's name, Andrew, right? Saying it like over and over again. And then that's what woke me up. So I'm like, oh, this is a little fucking odd. So I get a hold of my mother and I bring it up to her. And she's like, oh, Andrew's my, my grandfather. You never met him. He was your great-grandfather. He was not alive when you were born. But I was very close to him and uh, my grandmother. Like I was very, very close to them. I spent a lot of time with them. They're very close. So my dream was trying to tell me something. I'm not going to get into my analyzation of it and understandings of it. So it's irrelevant for most of you. But it is important to understand that this is a definite message that came through to me. And why is it important today? Today's my 13th day. So I find when these days come to pass, I feel very chilled right now and blissed out. Better than I did yesterday, better than a couple days ago, right? And I, I find this repetitive energy as I allow, as I honor abilities that I know that I have and I let these energies seep through me consciously just by simply saying, I am allowing my connection to my highest self to come through and become more present and root itself into my physical avatar now. So that when these days and this energy portal closes, I have that connection. I've strengthened that understanding. Those neural networks that allow for the channeling of that information, that energy field, that frequency, that electricity, whatever it is. I'm allowing this to now come forth into this dimension of reality at a stronger more magnified rate. Just by simply saying that, you are creating that and allowing it. And you are simply removing old blockages, old patterns, old belief systems that may have distracted you from it. You might find yourself, I got to go do this, I got to go do that, I got to go do this, I got to go do that. No, you don't. You don't need to do any of that. You need to allow those energies to guide you. Maybe you are going to go do something. Maybe you are going to go have an experience. 
but it does not need to be the egoic perception of those experiences. If you've been doing something for the last five days and you feel like you're going to go do the same thing at the same time today, my friends, I can tell you, you're not supposed to do that. There will be a prompting or an intuition deep in your consciousness asking you to consider doing something different. And it's up to you to listen to that little voice and follow it. You may go to the same environment, the same geographical, physical location, but you're being prompted to be present about the opportunities that may be there that are different from the normal habitual patterns that you allow yourself to be in on a regular basis prior to this day, right? Very important. Now, what is this dream really telling me? Is it a, a lucid dream? Is it a timeline shift? Is it a parallel reality that I've tapped into? I was younger. My mother was younger. My grandmother was still alive. The gentleman was a younger person. Now, is that a timeline shift? At first, I thought, yes, but no, it's not. It was a message and a subtle nudge from spirit guides highlighting some kind of frequency and energy patterns that are hereditary and ancestral to my physical avatar. Energies that I volunteered to come and experience to either transmute, be a part of, acknowledge, or use for my evolution my own experience of this human life, right? So if you are marking these days and you find yourself having these experiences, sit in meditation and ask, what does this mean? What are you trying to tell me? Higher self, what is this message conveying to me? I have my mother in the dream and my mother's uh, was pointed out by uh, the grandfather and it turns out to be somebody that she's very close with, right? And the little girl around the grandfather uh, was a representation of my mother as a child being with him. And in the house, in the cycle, I went around in a circle, right? It's a circle cycle that's being shown in this dream, right? So make sure you dive deep into this and you really look into it. There are times where you will have timeline shifts or parallel reality witnessings and the releasing of those realities from your collective consciousness. Now, this didn't and is not part of the dream that I had today when I woke up, but it is something that has occurred on different dates, like in and around Christmas on the 23rd, during portal fluxes, during great timeline shifts, there have been uh, deja vu visions where it's like you, I see a completely, I'm a different person in the exact same house, in the exact same place. I'm in my astral body watching myself talk and I'm just a degenerate piece of shit, rude, just got out of jail, a um, whole different life, a whole different life path that I would have gone down had I not changed my life years ago. I saw those timelines and they, they processed in, they got released and then push, it disappeared, right? Now, I wasn't paying attention 
to the 13 day and 20 day at that time when some of those dreams were coming in because they were so distorting and disorientating to my present life. And I was so perplexed about seeing what I could feel was so real as an existence, as a timeline. It was so real that I was so wrapped up into it. And I just never spent the time to look up whether or not there was an alignment to something spiritual. I know undoubtedly that that was a releasing of old timelines, right? And it was showing me that release and it was showing the evolution and the gain of consciousness and the steps forward that I had taken to prevent or avoid experiences that may not have been as enjoyable, making choices unconsciously when really all choices should be made consciously, right? There are no victims in life. doesn't matter what you go through. Molestation, rape, murder, winning the lottery, all of those different things, everything positive, everything negative, everything perceived to be positive, everything perceived to be negative, experience-wise that you go through, none of it is random. There are no victims in life. Victim is a deflection of responsibility. You are solely responsible for all experiences that you go through. You are solely responsible consciously by knowing that you're making the choices that are going to cause a reaction to come forth, or you are responsible unconsciously by saying, I'm not going to worry about this, not my problem. And, oh, fuck, why did that happen to me? I should, what's going on? I, whatever, why is this happening to me? Right? And then if you want to get deeper into the philosophy on that, you could also look at your belief systems and what magnetically is drawing that towards you on another level of amplification. But that's a whole nother conversation. So for you out there that are looking to find more harmony, more alliance, more frequency vibration where you start to really recognize those days that you feel really blissed out happy the days that you find yourself with weird strange things occurring the days that you wake up in odd dreams or the days you're driving around and you get channeled messages or deja vus when you're in the moment of seeing something happen and then you hear the person say what you just saw in your head happen and you have those alignment confirmations i would suggest being mindful of these 13 days, the cycle of 13 day or 26 day, 13 day, 26 day, the quarter cycle of your 260 days, which is every 65 days from your 260 day, your moon cycle from the day of your birth, your sun cycle from the day of your birth, it all factors in. Now, some of this I haven't covered in this podcast If you want to know more, you can send me a message and I can help you out with figuring some of that out. There are many angles. The cosmos are hyper, hyper connected. You have relations to every single planet, known and unknown. And you have relations to all the suns that are known and unknown. All of the planets... Mars, Venus, they will have relations to all of the other planets and the suns in every every other angle and aspect. 
right? And this is why I find it to be a joke when you have some astrologers giving people advice and yet they follow the original Vedic astrology, which still uses seven or eight planets, or they follow Western astrology, which is completely fucking off in left field, dug down under a hole and buried with a little toothpick stepping up out of the ground, thinking that they have a, an understanding of what's going on. The complexities of these systems are so intense that is, it is truly meant for the eye of the beholder to dive into. There may be some people out there that have the IQ and operational level required to help other people along this path, but I personally have not yet met this individual or these individuals or these star beings that essentially will be the, uh, the guides and the readjusters for people on this planet. And there's millions of them here, all over the place. They blend right in with all of us. You won't even notice a difference in them if you're not paying attention. So, for all of you out there, I hope this provides some insight and some, some potential guidance and answers some questions. Follow your 13-day, follow the 260-day count, let me know if you have any questions. Until the next time, I love you all. Take care. Cheers.